What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Co-Creation Chronicles podcast with your hosts, Jenny and Nick Walker. Join us each week as we share strategies and resources on how to intentionally co-create a life of health, wealth, and abundance. Follow us, like us, hit subscribe, and most importantly, try some things out with your partner and share in the comments how your life is instantly improving. Let's dive in. Okay, hi everyone. We are back for episode 12. Welcome back. Ep 12. Ep episode 12. Nick just had a, a mini, mini... Uh, I did not. <laughs> I was going to say mini meltdown. I did not. No, we had lots of technical difficulties that I was trying to work through, and all of the technical difficulties really just took the wind out of your sails, and you didn't want to do it for a moment, but you know what? He really pulled through for yours truly, and here he is. You pulled through with the technical issues, so let's push forward. Let's do it. Let's do it. We have a commitment to our listeners. Welcome back, listeners. First time, long time. What? What does that First mean? First time listeners and long time listeners. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, so... Get with the radio or the podcast jargon. Yeah. <laughs> the lingo. Um, Nick is a new man in this episode because he just had a birthday. Mm-hmm. So he's a year wiser. Thanks for year, all the birthday messages from any of our listeners. A year Those older. Those that send me a birthday message, you're dead to me. <laughs> We also have an anniversary this week, which is exciting. Um, but one thing, the first time that we just tried to record this, but the microphone stopped working, Nick, you were saying how this time in January can be a really weird feeling time. It is a strange time. Elaborate on that, please. Well, you planned for Christmas, right? You're all pumped up for Christmas. Everyone's kind of like pumped up. You have Christmas, and then it's like, okay, well, New Year's is coming up. So it's kind of like that week between Christmas and New Year's. Everyone's kind of like, it's still... Black hole. No, I wouldn't say that's a black hole. Okay. I would say the week after New Year's. Yeah. Strange week. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I don't know. For me, it's been weird. Yeah. I pretty much... Are you feeling flat? I, I mean, I went straight back to work on the 2nd of January. Um, just, hmm. You're not feeling amped. I was feeling kind of funky. Yeah, funky, funky. <laughs> what do you do when you feel no, funky? I wasn't feeling funky. I was feeling, funky. <laughs> like in a funk. No, I wasn't like, feeling like. Not like turn up the funk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Um, that, I kind of was, I've been feeling the same way. I've been feeling very confuzzled is the word I like to use. I wonder what our listeners kind of think. Yeah, I wonder if it's the same thing. So, like, I was really amped for the new year. I like, like, a fresh start, new goals, boom, can't wait to, like, achieve all the things we're going to achieve this year. But I wonder if people really feel as animated mm-hmm. and motivated in January, like... Here's a good question I for do. you. Sure. How long do you be, say, like, Happy New Year? Like, how long into January do you I say that? I don't say that now. I've said it. Oh, so I shouldn't? No, who do you say it to? In emails. Oh, no, that's weird. <laughs> that's really Happy corny. Happy New Year. I'd be, a, that's really corny. I'd be having a good week. Yeah, no, it's too late. Too late. 
I Dude. mean, it's too late for me yeah, to take no, it back. I'm way into 2024. It's pretty friendly, though. You can think of something more friendly. Like, how are you? It's kind no, of boring. No, no, no. You know. I always like to say cool. congrats on being a legend, you know. Yeah, that's good. That's good for you. I'm not okay. going to put that into an email. Anyway, um, two things. I'm trying to think about what I was just going to say. Um the oh yeah so i've been really like scatterbrained with all of the things i want to do like boom oh my gosh the time at the gym boom i'm gonna do this every boom, morning boom, like boom boom, yeah, boom, boom, boom 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 and then like i can't concentrate on any of it i'm busy but not productive if that mm-hmm. makes sense um so my mantra right now is do less but i love you very much <laughs> but you always are like squirrel try yeah trying to do like <laughs> Focus on multiple things at a time and make multiple things work. You, like, that's just the way you... Well, because otherwise, like, if I don't get them out of my system, the ideas, then I'm going to, like, stay up at night thinking about the ideas. So I just want to, like, I feel like... I feel like this is the same way I was when I had children. I'm trying to, like, crack the code. When you had children, you still have children. No, no, no. Like, when I had newborn babies. Oh. Like, I I obsess over trying to crack the code. Like, if I say, like, oh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm going to work on this project. And then Monday's going to say Friday, so I'm going to dedicate to that project. Then I'll, like, figure it out. And life will be so great. And it'll be easy and effortless. And it'll just be smooth. Well. But, like, that's not how it works. So... What I'm trying to remind myself, or at least it doesn't, it's not how it works for me. So I'm going to try to remind myself, look, I'm even talking so fast. Uh, it's like, it. do less. Less That's is like more. That's like my, my mantra. That's I had one say. student. Less is more. Yeah, I had one student that I was, before, like, last trimester, or last semester, whatever, that I was saying how, like, I was describing this party that we're going to have at, like, the end of the month. And I said, like, two things, and the kid was so stoked. He's like, say less. <laughs> he was just, like, so excited, and I've kind of carried that with me. Like, yeah, okay, cool. Say less. Do less. Less is more. And I need to, like, act from a place of alignment. Like, like settle. S- clear the buzz, right? What I said, what were you saying? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> You were just gibbering, and I'm just sitting here, like, trying to get through it. I talked to you, like, what it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, does anyone else out there feel this way? Crickets. Am I alone? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So today, if you haven't heard enough of my voice, I'm going to continue to talk. Oh, gosh. Um, I've been reading this book by Timothy Ferris. So Timothy Ferris was the author of the Four Hour Work Week. He's actually not the author of this book, though, right? He's the well, author. Yeah. Well, he put it together. Yeah. So um, I wasn't stoked on the Four Hour Work Week. There are some valuable things, but it's not like my doesn't speak to you. My vibe. Yeah. Exactly. It's a lot of like outsourcing your stuff so you don't have to do them like hire assistant in india and virtual assistant and all this stuff just not not for me um but he also wrote this book tribe of mentors which is like amazing first of all it's like a freaking dictionary it's like a bloody brick <laughs> like it's not the type of you book you want to br- like bring on the airplane or, yeah. or like on a train or yeah. something because people will look at you like what the hell you are you reading? Take, take that thing anyway. it looks like a textbook um, tribe of mentors, but this is just like a, a total example of like the somewhat genius 
that he is entrepreneurial because this whole book he he just sent out the same list of what 10 questions mm -hmm. to all of these the these leaders in their industries and the whole book is just their responses so he didn't write any of it mm -hmm. and it's like a bestseller and it's like amazing mm -hmm. and what a clever dude right mm. how can you work smarter not harder take a tip from timothy wow. Barras. Do you want to tell us about the book? Yeah, so... Um, so, so what... I mean, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. That's all right. So the book obviously very, very thick. Yeah. So what's the, like, pretense of the book? Like, what's the point of it? They There's 10 questions and he... So, yeah, um, just... Um, for each... Yeah, all these um, leaders. So Can you give some examples yep, of some of the MMA, like the MMA, I don't know fighters that are like the best in the industry uh the ceo of salesforce um uh amazing like the dude who started uber i don't even know who their, what their name is um kelly slater wow um just so many amazing um uh you know semin nozerat i don't know if that's how you spell her name or okay. pronounce it but the you know the chick who did um uh salt Fat oh yeah, 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 you know, yeah, like yeah. her, like just the chef. A very yes, a very diverse um, group, group of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and a lot. I don't even know how many. But anyway, it's really cool because then you see their answers to all these like really awesome questions that yeah. are really thought provoking. So yeah. I figured like we could ask. I wanted to share a couple things that I thought as I read, like mm -hmm. pieces of advice that I really took with me that are like hell yeah. Do you know the beauty of this book? Tell me. Is it like? Everyone's answer is going to be different and everyone's outlook is different. And that's why, you know, like your individual like journey is like so important and what you get out of something might be different to what I get out of something, you know, like we can't base our existence on others journeys. You know totally. what I mean? Yes. So like these questions like they're all different and that's why the book's so great because everyone's journey is different and you can take examples and find inspiration from all those things yeah. but you really need to focus on what works best for you personally and not get caught up in other people's you know like outlooks or opinions or and i think as humans we do that a lot you should have been interviewed in this book mm, definitely not you are amazing joseph gordon shame he doesn't He's know the governor actor, of right? Glenhaven. yes <laughs> tim mcgraw um, oh, anyway. Tim? Oh, Tim? Yeah, Tim McGraw. Okay, anyway. Um, um, anyway, so here's the questions, right? Okay. There's 11. Okay. The first question is really... Oh, you're going to read all the questions Not now. all of them. I'm going to okay. read some... That okay. okay. The first question I really like. What is the book or books that you've given most as a gift? Mm. And I found Ooh. that question to be really interesting. Um, I know the Because, like, one. no one in my life has ever given me a book. Oh, really? Have people given you books? Yeah. As a gift? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Like, where are these people? As a kid, I, mean, I used to get books all the well, time. As a, a kid. But yeah, but like, I would get good books. But it's interesting because all the people's responses in here, it's mm -hmm. a, it's as an adult. Oh, really? And that you've given the most. Have you given anyone else? Uh, yeah. The Alchemist. Yes, yeah. So that would be your answer. It's my, I was given it as a 20-year-old or 19-year-old when I first went to the UK to play rugby. Nice. One of my mates, one of the guys I played with, said, hey, read this book. It'll change your life. And it did. Yep, it did. Nice. I am the alchemist. 
And yes, you are. Yep. You are an alchemist. Yep. And um, you've given that as a as a. Yep. I gave it to, to Sean. Yeah. Gave it to Sean. Yeah. Gave it to a couple of other mates when I was in the UK after I finished reading it. Yeah. I, I bought yeah, that book probably that, five or six times. And isn't that interesting when you meet people that haven't read it? Like I've read Sean it. never read it. I've read it probably 10, 12 times. I wonder if Sean's a listener. Well, I need to text Sean yeah, or be like, hey, dude. Yeah. And like, did you like it? It's did such you read an easy read. Yeah. yeah, it's light, easy. It's a, you could short. read it in a day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a really good book. Yeah, and it is Even though it's, I'm not, I've always been like a big, I've read a lot of books. I've always been a big kind of non-fictional kind of book reader, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, reading pe- different people's journeys memoirs and, and stuff, memoirs yeah. and stuff, like one on, you know, athletes, and I'm really into that kind of stuff. But um, this is a fictional book, so like, I was never. I've never been into fictional books. I was like, "This is dumb," but it was felt like it was speaking to me. It was yeah. so weird. It was yeah. like a spiritual kind of yeah, cool interaction. So I would recommend it to anyone. The Alchemist. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, I think mine would be "You Are Here" by Thich Nhat Han. Okay. That's a book that I okay. just love. What was it? What's interesting is as in this book you see some repeats of people what people have said and a couple and it's cool because like the most commonly answered for that question are all books i've never read before yeah one um i've read since because i got it at the library man's search for meeting by victor e frankel um i've never heard of that 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 was amazing um i'll talk about that another time the rational optimist i haven't read that um, the Better Angels of Our Nature, haven't read that. Never heard Sapiens, of it. haven't read that. And Poor Charlie's Almanac by Charlie Munger. Um, but what great uh, leads from mm-hmm. new books that might be really good. Yeah. Anyway, so those were the most popular answers. Um, another good question, which I think you probably totally know your answer to, is what purchase of $100 or less has most positively impacted your life in the last six months? Well... Obviously, I'm going to say the cold plunge. Yeah. It's totally. been phenomenal for my totally. mental and physical health. Totally. It's been amazing. Um, best yeah. money I've ever spent. Another one would be the kettle. Our kettle, yeah. I have yeah. like 20 cups of tea. Okay, yeah. But obviously the... But that's nothing... Yeah, 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 true. The cold that's plunge That's not necessarily is, a new thing, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But the cold plunge has been... Mm-hmm. Kettle's just yeah. silly. Silly yeah. thing to say, but um, the cold plunge has like changed... Yeah. You know, like you, you very scared. I was very skeptical of spending a yeah. hundred dollars on something like that. I'm like, this is silly. Um, but it's, it's awesome. changed it's my life. It's changed my life. Yeah. It yeah. really has. Yeah. Um, and the health benefits speak. Mm. Volumes. Uh, yeah, volumes of like, you know, the result. The results are speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? Um. I think books. Books. Totally. Because they... You could say so, your art classes. Your no, art that's classes more, more than $100. Yeah. But most pa- positively impacted your life in the last six months. It's books. I love... Like, I'm like a self-help junkie. <laughs> well, maybe you should... I need a lot of help. Maybe you should listen to those <laughs> self-help... 
Robert no, Shea you know Raimi. what I mean? Like personal growth, I should say. Like junkie. I, I, you want to be told There's what? so many books that I've listened to that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And such a huge impact on my life. Like Atomic Habits. I haven't read, Atomic, I never read yeah. that until this year. Atomic Habits is, you know? I still and then this book, think about Chabot that Mentors. book every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would say it's the books that yeah. I'm buying. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. And then some of the other questions we're not really going to go into how it has failure or apparent failure mm-hmm. set you up later mm-hmm. for success. Do you have a favorite failure? Mm-hmm. Um, what's one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? Um, it's really cool because again, I want to stress like the diversity of the people being interviewed yeah. and, and the different things they say, which is awesome. Um, I really like number six. What is an unusual habit or absurd thing that you love? Hmm. Some of these answers answers are really interesting. Yeah. Like one person, I forget who it was, but they said they kind of have this weird obsession with making sure that every bite of their sandwich is the perfect bite. <laughs> so immediately, like at a restaurant, when they order something, yeah. the first thing they do is open it up and rearrange all the insides That's so that every bite... <laughs> I think that's probably why I like that's that one. So that every bite has like the perfect balance of yeah. ingredients. You also that go around the restaurant. That is a very absurd, weird thing. You also go around the restaurant. To I do. Look I at do. What everyone's eating <laughs> before you order. <laughs> I do. Um, let's see. Oh, like this. I just opened up to this random page. Lewis Cantley. I don't know who that is. Um, this person relaxes by playing solitaire on the iPad. Um, solitaire. Yeah. Interesting. This, I don't think that that's weird. That that that's that weird. Um, cool. Yeah. It's a great book. Sorry. Anyway, now I'm like looking for. Okay. An well. Interesting. Kind of in the middle of a podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. This person, Veronica Belmont, she is a product manager in San Francisco. She works for Growbot. Um, I don't know, but her weird thing is she takes photos of dogs and posts them to the dog spotting Facebook group. What? <laughs> there are elaborate rules that you have to follow. Must be a previously unknown dog. Always try to crop out people. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's, that's interesting. That is crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, so she's going around photographing random dogs and posting it to a group yeah okay yeah let's move on okay um uh in the last five years what new belief behavior or habit has most improved your life damn um number eight what advice would you give to a smart driven college student about to enter the real world don't go to college should they ignore i think this ties in perfectly to the first thing that you said like your journey is your journey yeah don't try to follow someone else's path mm-hmm. because you are a different person. You are meant to mm-hmm. have a different path. Exactly. Um, it's just like you say, just do the damn thing. Like mm-hmm. we've talked about in the past, mm-hmm. just do the damn thing. Like it's the same. You can use those same kind of basis of train of thought. Like, yeah. Um, just, just, and it would be so hard for people coming out of college right now because it'd be like, there's it's, probably so much, pressure not just kids coming out of college the kids in college the kids about to start college mm-hmm. kids you know that are still in high school it's it's crazy the amount of pressure that's put on that that group as you go through life uh, 
probably more so in this country than anywhere else. But um, yeah, it's it's an interesting subject to talk on, and I'm sure there's like mixed reviews or feedback from different demographics and geographical locations. You know, because it's different for everyone. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, and what I really loved about this is that all most of the people were saying, like, do as much as you can with what excites you. Mm. Don't worry about figuring it all out. I wonder... Just, you... like, spread your wings and experience Do you know everything. what's crazy? I'm 41, and I wonder how much time I've spent worrying yeah. about stuff that I cannot, like, control. Mm. Or start or worrying about stuff like that, like, mm. and mm. and not just enjoying what life is. Like, it's, life's a vacation. Yeah. Like I heard the other day someone say, if you're lucky, you get you get eighty summers or seventy five summers yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. nothing. Yeah. When you put it into that kind of, you know, time capsule, yeah. like that kind of t- train of thought, like life can be in a fleeting eye, I'm 41. You know, like, mm. we've been together 10 years and that time feels like it's gone by, like, ridiculously fast. It's it's hard as humans not to, like, get caught up in that, like... Yeah. We do. Like, that's part of yeah. what we the do. The cycles. That's part that's of what why, we do. We yeah. focus on things that, that we think are important. Right. You know, that and we're we told are important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... Mm-hmm. And it's important that you fit into that square box. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I would always encourage to be that, you know, don't be the square, be the circle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. In, 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 I think, you know, if everyone took the same path or same trajectory, mm-hmm. this world would be a really boring place. Yeah. And I think that's, like, This relevant. person... Um... Let's see. Uh, Their response to that is like, the most important one by far is realizing that the real measure of a good life is how happy and satisfied am I with my life right now. It turns out to be a lot simpler than you think. We all have our ups and downs. So your goal is to simply maximize your uptime and minimize those downs. Mm. At the end of each day, if you ask yourself... If you've had thoroughly a great day, and the answer is often very positive, after a horrible day, you're more likely to say life sucks, blah, blah, blah. And the key to a great life is simply having a bunch of great days. Mm. So think about it one day at a time. Like, stop worrying. Like, just yeah. the, a good year is just a bunch of great days. Well, you should listen to yourself there. I know. Stop worrying. Stop I'm not worrying. worrying. I'm just trying to like... I have, in the last <laughs> year or so, probably more so the six months, I have really stopped worrying about things I just cannot mm-hmm. control. Mm-hmm. And that's taken a long, long time. It takes... It's hard to get out of that because you, you, you do worry about things that are just everyday issues or big... They could be big issues, but you do worry. We do worry. Mm-hmm. So it is hard to just be like, oh, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm just going to have a great day. Like, that's hard. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's hard. Like, For me, the worry is like, am I, I worry, am I doing the right thing? Mm. 
to like for who for the path that I want to go be yeah. on. You know what I mean. But we also just have to like we've talked about this before, like with manifesting and the universe yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. We just have to learn to like go of things. And the path and just will let reveal and itself. it reveals itself. It always yeah. does. Yeah, it always because does. Because no matter what plans you make, Do like less. we've been, <laughs> we've made plans. Mm-hmm. Plans don't always go to plan. Sounds plans great. don't go to plan. Plans no. don't go to plan. No, it's true. It's true, and that's why we sit here every week, and because it's an ongoing practice, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like this book's been put together, right? And it's. A bunch of different people, individuals, like, outlook on what works best for them. Yes, exactly. And I found something that works best for me. And But that might not work best for, like, other people. Mm -hmm. Like, it might not work for them. And that's Mm -hmm. totally okay. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to be more accepting of, that everyone's on their own journey. And we have to accept that it doesn't doesn't affect me. So why do I care Mm -hmm. what journey they're on? Like, I should be encouraging them and, and... patting them on the back doing saying doing a great job like yeah bigging people up and and lifting people up like if you're shining bright other people are able to do the same Mm -hmm. like i think like we lose sight of that in our everyday interactions with people like Mm. recently i've realized like you you could be speaking to someone and i don't know how other people feel about this but you could be speaking to someone and that interaction with that one person could be something where you're able to change something in them or they're able to change something in you in mm-hmm. regards to like an outcome, the smallest little sliver of like a day, mm-hmm. you know, like to get to the end of the day, you know what I mean? To stop and be like, that was a really good day. I really enjoyed talking to that person. They're a good person. You know, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't think about that stuff enough. We don't stop and be like, you know, like, life is good, you know. And, and I think we get caught up in, like, silly, stupid things. And that's normal because yeah. that's how we've been trained. Yeah. It's like a constant exercise in peeling back the layers. Yeah. Yeah. Of everything. And it's, cr- you know, it's so crazy is how quickly the layers are built up again. Yeah, I feel like in just a short amount of time, I've looked at social media more often, and then I, like, not necessarily compare, but then I have in my mind, like, mm. all these things I want to do, and I should be doing, I should be doing this, I should be doing that, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then those layers, like, that, those frivolous things, Yep. It can happen so quickly, and I really love that we're back here together doing this because just peeling back the layers, getting back to the root of, oh. like, what what's the purpose of it all? And the purpose of it all is to be healthy and fulfilled uh-huh. together as a family. Yeah. It, I think it's crazy know, the so- amount of impact that social media has had oh, yeah. on society, and, mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, good and bad. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see some studies or yeah. like read some studies on social media. Like, it's bloody nuts. It is nuts. And it's always changing. Yeah. Um, one more thing I wanted to share about the book that I thought was like a really cool takeaway uh-huh. is um, with uh, um, um, 
I just um, was looking um, at um, something um, else, and I lost thanks for listening. my train of thought. Oh, it's about setting boundaries. Uh-huh. Um, one of the questions that he asks everyone is, um, what have you gotten better at saying no to? Oh, yeah. Over the years? And I thought that's a really good okay question. saying no. Yeah. Um, one person's answer that I absolutely love, I don't know if I can find it. Um, yeah, this is it. Let's see who this person is. Um, they, uh, he is Kyle Maynard, you know? Kyle Maynard. Best-selling author, entrepreneur, and SB award-winning mixed martial arts athlete. Oh, known for becoming the first quadruple amputee to reach the summits of Mount Kilimanjaro. He's that dude with, with he's a quad okay. amputee. Okay. Have you seen him spoke speaking? He's just I've like a, him. yeah, I think I've seen yeah. him, yeah. Anyway, um, saying, what have you gotten good to say new to? Rank, if you had to rate what someone asked you to do, one to ten, hmm. if to do it, hmm. if you're going to do it, but you can't say seven either sick so that like will really make you think do i want to do this or do i not because mm-hmm. a six is very different than an eight so when you think of like a work like if you're invited to like a work happy hour or something mm-hmm. or a social engagement and you're like oh, i don't mm-hmm. really know if i want to go mm-hmm. um like how bad like how on a scale would what number would you give it that you want to go but you can't say seven to that helps you hour. yeah make up your mind yeah you know well, I hope this was helpful. Yes. And please share with us books that you think we might want to read or books that you think we should share with our listeners. And also, if you also feel like confuzzled during this January month. January's a strange month for sure. I don't know. Well, it's also really cold here. Yeah, and maybe January's it's strange. Like here on the East Coast. But it's strange for me because it's cold and it's January. So yeah, I, know. I should be in my budgie smugglers down the beach. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks for listening. And um, please follow, like, subscribe. Yes. It's been a very, very interesting episode. I'm glad to get back to it. Yeah, of course. Of course, due to the fat. Hopefully our listeners got a lot out of it. And I think... Food for thought. Food for thought, definitely. Take a bite. <laughs> Good one, hun. Thanks. Take a bite. Peace out, legends. Thank you.